Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Hudak Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So today's episode comes on Super Bowl Sunday as really a game the Saints should be in, but we're not going to be talking about that game much. It's going to go out. I'm hoping to premiere this episode on YouTube so we can talk during the Super Bowl and a lot of Saints fans that maybe have nothing to do while not watching the Super Bowl. It gives you some new content, and I'm just happy to bring that to you guys. We're gonna we have a jam packed episode because even though it is the off season, there's a, there was a lot of news this week, and especially in the coaching staff for the Saints. And then also we are gonna do really our group outlook for the off season, really recapping recapping excuse me the 2018 season, and we're gonna look at the skill position groups that's running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. And a very interesting group. I think the Saints can do a lot in that. And we're also going to answer some Houdat Nation fan questions, which I don't think we've done in like two episodes. So we're going to get back on that. And I mean, last couple of weeks, not many people had questions. I think they were still just, so, you know, reeling from the loss. And now people are starting to ask questions again. Fans are asking questions again. That's all really good stuff. And if you have a question, you can tweet us. You can um, send a direct message on Instagram. You can even comment on one of our inst- Instagram posts. And then also you can email us at thewhodatdis at gmail.com. And uh, that's what you can do if you guys have any questions about the Saints or, you know, this upcoming season, the recap of last season. So all that fun stuff there. But I think we should just get right into some Saints news as there was a lot of coaching news this week for the Saints. We're going to get right into it, and our first headline is defensive coordinator Dennis Allen is being looked at as a candidate for defensive coordinator for the Bengals in Cincinnati. Um, this is, to me, really interesting. I don't know why he would take this um, offer. It wouldn't make much sense to me. He could be with the Saints on a contender with a you know defense he's been working with, with for a while, or he can go to a defense that he doesn't really know. It, they had a bad season. To me, they don't have that much talent um, there in – Cincinnati the Saints obviously blew him out the last time they played him so it just doesn't make sense why Dennis Allen would do this but maybe it's because he wants to be a head coach and this will give him an opportunity but to me that I wouldn't even see that because the Bengals usually stay with their head coaches for a while I mean they stood with Marvin Lewis for like 18 years and he never even won a playoff game so to me it just doesn't make much sense for um, Dennis Allen to go to the Bengals, I mean, Jack Del Rio is also a candidate for a defensive coordinator for the Bengals, another former Raiders coach, just like Dennis Allen. The Saints were 14th in points per game as a total defense, and then also they can prove so much since that 2016 season. I just, to me, or 2015 when um, Dennis Allen came in, I, actually it was 2014. So he's been there for a while, and they've improved every year with him, and um that's really good. I mean, to have this same coordinator for almost five years, and he's gotten better every year, and um, you got to give that to him. And I think if the, if the Saints lost him, it would be devastating for a defense that's just getting better and better. And to me, it's one of those things that if they can't, you know, because he is, has a contract. His, he has no contract with the Saints next year. The Saints have to negotiate a contract with him soon. He has to stay with the Saints. And if that doesn't happen... To me, it's just it would be really it would be bad for the team. Um, you're coming with a lot of young talent that have had this guy as the coach. They've excelled with this guy as the coach. So why would you um, fire him or not give him another contract? To me, it just wouldn't make much sense there. Um, I do think he's going to stay. There was actually a report out by AllSaintsConsidered.com, and I, I do trust them. 
as a source, but I mean, obviously they're not um, in the Ian Rappaport, you know, or uh, Adam Schef- Schefter, excuse me, but they said that he's unlikely to take the deal and he's going to resign with the Saints. So you could take that for what you th- what you think it is. I think that he's going to come back. Um, I-, I will second that um, with that source. But to me, I just do think that the Saints, without Dennis Allen, it would be a huge, whoever it is. I mean, I, look, I'm not going to, you know, make, not, not, I'm not going to say anything about the next defensive coordinator, you know, in the future. But to me, Dennis Allen's done such a great job and with these group of guys and to see him leave, it would be a little disheartening. And then it also, it goes back to that same thing that you're not the same team every year. And then that's what happened. That's why they got robbed so much because that was the last time the Saints team will play together and from 2018, and and they should have went to the Super Bowl. This Super Bowl caribou team should have been there. They should be playing the Patriots. Say they're not, but this is what I'm saying: is that your whole unit is just not the same team. It's just not, and that transitioned us well into our next headline, and that's the Saints fired their whole special team staff, which is to me a little puzzling. The Saints were second in um, special teams. They were special, second ranked in special teams this year. I could kind of see where it's coming from. The Saints have had off and on with returners. They really have no good returners there besides Kamara, but you don't really want Kamara returning all the time. They are, you know, kicking and punting really good, though. Um, best units to me in the league both, on both sides there. And, again, I don't, maybe it was because Mike Westoff was really on his um, last legs. Maybe it was because, you know, the Rams came back in this game probably partly because of the fake punt by Johnny Hecker, and they threw it to Sam Shields to get the first down. You know, all this stuff. It definitely, to me, plays a little of a factor in that. But I think it also plays a factor of who they got because it seems like the Saints are going to be hiring Darren Rizzi from the Miami Dolphins, who, like, they, you know, they didn't fire him, but he left the Dolphins. He was, to me, this shows a lot that he's been the coach since 2010, the special teams coach, and he was through three head coaches. That means three head coaching staffs wanted to keep him and they thought he was good enough and he would be better than whatever staff they wanted to put in there to go through three head coaches and still be a coach. That just shows so much um, from his character. Everyone in Miami fully respects him. Supposedly he's an amazing coach and he's helped that um, unit be um, very solid. Even last year, like this guy, Jason Saunders, no one's ever heard of him and he was successful with the dolphins. And to me, it just shows a lot about this guy's character. And I think he's a really good hire and I do like him. Like looking at all the stuff um, I have, my brother's a Miami Dolphins fan. My dad's a Miami Dolphins fan. So I, I kind of I watch their games. Their special teams unit is pretty good. Um, so to me, I am not mad at this play. And I don't think any Saints fans should be mad at this. But it just goes to show you that teams aren't the same. And this team will be a little coach different, from, especially from that special teams um, point of view. I really hope this doesn't sway away you know, Chris Banjo and J- Justin Hardy from coming back. I don't think it would because I think Rizzi is a really good um, pickup here. And I think he'd be a really good head coach, uh, special teams coach. And he's coming to New Orleans because he wants to excel, you know, have some success in the playoffs maybe, and then go to be a head coach. That's his, you know, goal that he wants to do. And he thinks the best option for him would be go to New Orleans. So maybe this wasn't really firing the whole Saints staff. It's really more upgrading. So that's what I kind of think of it. But look, Mike Westhoff was going to probably take a step back anyways. He was going to – he said he didn't really want to have – you know, full reign on the special teams coach. He wanted um, Brad, a couple of assistants. Brad Bronzo, I think, is one of them. And he wanted them to take more control. And maybe the Saints didn't want that. Maybe Sean Payton didn't want that. But, uh, yeah, I, that's just what I feel here. I think the Saints got a good coach here in Darren Rizzi. And I think 
It's going to be – I think the Saints will be fine, probably just as good as last year if they can keep Hardy and if they can keep Banjo and all those good special teams players, if they can keep Craig Robinson, and I think they'll be able to keep them. Um, and also another thing, um, the Saints, looking at the cap, over the cap, they were at $20 million and over the cap, and I don't know why, but on over the cap, the website, they have went down to, I believe, $13 um, million in cap room, which to me, that's not very good. It's not – a lot of cap room. So to me, what the Saints have to do here, they're going to have to free up some cap. And they could do it a lot of ways. They can restructure a ton of contracts. And I think the first thing is, is to me, I would renegotiate Drew Brees' contract and give him the option to play next year. And put a player deal and just put that $10 million in roster bonus, put that back to next year, and just that's, – that's what I would do. Or at least put a little of it in next year. And then you could really make that his salary for next year. And I think that would be a good move for the team. And to me, I, I think that's was just what the Saints should do here. You just give Breeze, um, you, you give Breeze, you kind of just give him that extra year. If you want to play it, good, here's your salary. If you don't play, still, here's your salary. And, you know, to me, that's what I would do in the, that little cap situation. You could do so many other things. To me, I would also either sign and trade Andrews Pete or just cut him and not give him that fifth-year option. To me, I just think the Saints can do better here looking at other offensive line um, free agents, and I think we can get a better, um, better guard for a less price. So I think the Saints should definitely looking should look in that avenue, or maybe you even trade Andrews Pete. You get that nine million out of there, and maybe you could bring a skill position player back. Usually the Saints are the ones getting the offensive line for skill position players, but maybe you know you kind of return the favor. I know Texans are really looking for um, offensive linemen. Maybe they would give us you know a wide receiver or someone like that for Andrews Pete because I think the Saints do kind of need that tight end talent or wide receiver talent. They need skill position player talent. And that really transitioned us well into our main topic for this week. And that is the outlook for the skill position group heading into this off season here. And, you know, the skill position groups, that's going to be running backs, wide receivers, tight ends here. And really what we're going to look at is basically everyone from 2018, are they going to be a free agent or are they going to be staying? Are they going to be, um, you know, undrafted, uh, not undrafted, excuse me. Um, Restricted, unrestricted free agents, and all sorts of that stuff. So first, looking at the running backs. And I think this is just overall, this whole skill position group is extremely interesting. We do a lot of different things with it. And I think it's a place where the Saints have to improve here. But first, looking at the running backs, Saints carried three running backs into you know, this 2019 offseason. And first, it was Alvin Kamara. He's going to be staying. He's on his rookie deal. And we're looking for him to have a you know, really that third-year jump and really to be an absolute star. If he wasn't already, make him an absolute star, top five running back. I think that's what he's his next step is for the Saints here. Looking at the running backs, and the next running back is going to be Mark Ingram. He's a free agent, and uh, I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to take that hometown discount for the Saints, and um, I'll plan, pencil him in there. Two years, $8 million, two years, $9 million. Sign him in, I think, get him first day of the offseason, get it done, Mark Ingram, and boom and zoom is coming back. Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, coming back here. I think that's what you got to do. I think that's the right move for the team. I think that's the right move um, really for the whole organization at this running back position is to re-sign him. And then also uh, Dwayne Washington, he's a free agent, and to me you don't re-sign him. Either maybe you can pick up a new running back on the cheap, maybe it's Dwayne Washington later, but for now, maybe draft one. But for now, just I wouldn't sign him right away. I just wait, see what you got in him. Also, it could be Daniel Lasco. He's another running back, um, but he's had so many injury, you know, concerns here. I don't think you even re-signed him either. To me, at least both of these guys are there until further notice. 
late, you know, late in the season, if we have injuries and stuff, then these guys can come back. Dwayne Washington definitely showed interesting prospects, but to me, our main two are Kamara and Ingram, and I think you got to stay with that. If we don't sign Ingram, to me, there are some interesting um, running back options here. And really overall, to me, I'd be looking at TJ Yeldon, who's another Alabama running back, kind of that bruiser-type player. you got to look at LaShawn McCoy, who, I mean, star. But to me, I don't think he'd go for that much. He's definitely maybe damaged goods at this point. Wouldn't make that much money. Um, Bilal Powell for the Jets. I don't think he'd really fit with us. But Latavius Murray, I think, is a very interesting one. He's that bruiser like Mark Ingram is. And um, big running back, he's um, definitely durable. And with Kamara, I think he can go well as good, too. I think that those two guys, I think really on the list, you're looking at Latavius Murray to me, and then you're looking at those type of TJ Yeldon type of players. Maybe you're looking at, you know, I don't think LeGarrette Blunt, a LeGarrette Blunt player maybe, a player that can bruise it, and it helps Kamara with, you know, his agility, you know, his purposes, his great running abilities, and that, you know, you just want to bruise her that can run in those stacked boxes. Ingram's obviously one of them. But when you're looking at it overall, I think Ingram will not make more than $5 million um, on this season. Looking at all the other running backs, I think Latavius Murray will probably get around that $5 million range. Same with Ingram. Same with, you know, then you have LeGarrette Blount who only got $2 million. So very interesting here, but I don't see anyone getting over $5 million out of these um, free agent group. And I think Ingram will come in, sign the two-year deal, and just, you know, keep plowing on with the Saints. That's what I think the Saints should do. I think that's the best move for Ingram. And um, that's just what I feel here from the Saints. I think that's definitely the best outlook and really what we should do here from the running back perspective. And I don't think anyone's going to, you know, argue with that. I think that that's what we got to do there. On to the wide receivers. I think you can, again, many different ways because you do have the free agents. But to me, when you're looking at the wide receivers, Michael Thomas is returning, but you could sign him to that long-term deal that now, excuse me. And to me, I do, I, it's very difficult, but I try to sign him and just keep his cap hit low for this year. And you could sign him to that five-year deal, but this year, keep that cap hit low. I think he's going to probably be making $2 million. Keep it low. Keep it under $5 million for this year. And then over the next four years, then you can really give him a lot of money. I think that's what the Saints should do. If Michael Thomas doesn't want to do that, then I wait. And uh, you start negotiating with him, but if it doesn't come to a deal, that's no problem. He's still under contract, and I think that's what you got to do for Michael Thomas here. And any other deal, I wait just because right now, if you're in this win now mode, I think that's a good compromise with Mike Thomas. I, he could do that, like, and if I was the Saints, then I'll, then I'll wait, and that's you know he's going to bet on himself another year because what if he has a bad year and then you know he's not going to make as much money as he, as he is now because he's definitely at his highest point value right now that he has been throughout his career. So to me, it's a good point for him to sign a contract. And I think this would be good for the Saints to sign him long-term too if they can, with that first-year cap, you can't give him $20 million cap next year. The Saints don't even have room for that. That cannot happen. So to me, if he can keep a low hit, this cap hit this year, I'm good with that. And anything else, to me, I just wait off on the signing him long-term. Again, he'll be coming back in his final year, uh, year of his three-year deal. Excuse me. And then also... Keith Kirkwood and um, Traquan Smith, they'll be coming back. And then you have, when you're looking at the free agents, Des Bryant, so an unrestricted free agent, and Tommy Lee Lewis is a restricted free agent. To me, I leave Tommy Lee Lewis out there, and Des Bryant, I re-sign. And um, people were saying that he won't be back for the first week. Now, I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, we had Alex Okafor, who also tore his Achilles, like around the same time, almost on the same day to the day. I think it was only a two-day difference here. And Okafor came back for next. He was fine by OTAs. 
So to me, the injury probably shouldn't be a problem for Des Bryant because they had the same injury and Okafor was fine going into training camp, even minicamp OTAs. He was good. He was good to go. Um, Des Bryant, I think, would be the same way. And I do think you re-sign Des Bryant here. To me, you give him a one to two year deal. Again, under $10 million, um, if it was two years. One year, I give him two to four million. And um, you call it a day here. Maybe you give him the one year, $2.5 million deal. I'd be fine with that. And we could move on. He could have his pr- uh, prove it deal because no one's going to be giving him a long term deal now. We know that. So to me, you bring him in here, one year, $2 million, $3 million, $4 million, under $5 million. And I think that's what he's going to want. I think that's what the Saints are going to want. Or you give him maybe a one year, two year, $5 million or $5 million per year and then just give him a player option. Or do something like two years, eight million. Give him the player option after the first year. If he wants to come back, fine. If he doesn't, he doesn't. He can sign his long-term deal somewhere else. And I think that's what the Saints should do. And I think they should do what people are saying. Wait, I say just do it in the free agent period. Get it done with. Have your number two receiver ready to go. And I think this is what the Saints should do. To me, they should definitely re-sign this Bryant, but they should also go in the draft and try to get a player. And to me, Terry McLaurin is going to be this player at Ohio State that I will be pushing for. I mean, because I don't think they'll get Debo Samuel. I mean, I don't think they should get Andy Isabella, um, Keelan Doss. Maybe you get him. But I, to me, I just think Terry McLaurin is the best player for the Saints right now that I think he's a speedster. I think maybe he can do something Traquan Smith wasn't able to do here. And I think if the Saints need to move up for him, I think they should move up for him. I just do think that Terry McLaurin, if you can get him in the third, fourth round, I think you can get really good value out of him. And I'm going to be a proponent for him throughout this whole draft process. And I think that he can be a, a good upgrade for the Saints. And then you really bring him, you bring Des Bryant in, and you're hoping for that second-year you know, progression by Traquan Smith. And hopefully one of three th- of those things, they hit for a second receiver, and then you're good. That's what I would do. And um, that, that's why you have Michael Thomas there, and you're going to have Keith Kirkwood, who's, I think, a good security option, three, fourth receiver. And then you also bring these other guys in, who I think Traquan Smith will get better. And then best-case scenario, you've got three number two receivers, and you're really – set and you really have no money and you have no money you're really even putting into the position or you know if only one of the three you have your your wide receiver two and whoever's going to be your third receiver maybe Trey Smith stays like that and worst case scenario if none of them work out like it was this year and then you're gonna have to look at the deadline to pick up someone or you know maybe if you're in it you know if you're still doing good Saints may will we'll probably have to pick up a wide receiver here and um, that's what I think they should do when looking now I think the most interested interesting thing here is going to be tight ends. And this is where I think you should go through free agency to upgrade the tight end spot and not the wide receivers. There are some interesting wide receivers. If you don't get Des Bryant, you could bring in a Dante Moncrief, John Brown, Tyrell Williams, who I think if the Saints don't get Des Bryant, I think they should take a look at Tyrell Williams from the Chargers. But to me, I just think you, you draft wide receiver and you go after free agency with tight ends. And why do I say that? And this is also one of our um, who that nation fan questions later it's because this is what i think in the in the tight ends if we're really all in this year drafting a tight end it's going to take time for these guys to fully progress and get there you know just get better because it's hard being a tight end in the nfl you have a lot of different things you have the block you have the pass catch and the saints ask a lot of their tight ends so to me you got to go in free agency and i think you should go top of the line here and i think if the saints were going to make a splash on anyone on the roster, and they're going to make a huge free agent splash and get the best player out of the group, I do tight end. And I would do that by either getting Jared Cook or if Jimmy Graham gets cut, it doesn't look like that, but maybe he still does get cut, and then I would get Jimmy Graham. I would get one of those two guys. 
And I think the Saints have to. I think the Saints really got to – I think if the Saints had a really good pass-catching tight end, no one even have to worry about your second wide receiver because if you have a good tight end here, then, you know, you don't really need so many good wide receivers. And I think, look, Jared Cook, to me, is a better version than Ben Watson in his prime. So think of back to those 2015, 2014 Ben Watson years with the Saints, or even look even farther back because, I mean, he, he played a long career. And think of that, but think of just more athleticism. I think he's better um, in clutch situations. I think he's a really good blocker, and I think he's a really good route runner as well, I think better than Ben Watson. To me, looking at it, I think Jared Cook, I think he's a really good player. And um, he definitely is I think a really good receiver and a really good blocker too. He shows both. And that's why I think he's the best out of anyone. I think he's better than Jimmy Graham, even because he's a solid blocker. He can even block defensive ends at times with, with ease. He's just a very, I think he's a very solid player and look, he's not going to put up the, you know, thousand yards, uh, 1200 yard seasons, but look, he put up, um, I think 800 in the 800 range here. Um, he did really good. I think he almost had 9,000 yards, uh, not 900, excuse me, not 9,000, 900 yards on um, receiving here. And he was on a really, really bad Oakland Raiders team with Der- Derek Carr, who had a bad year. And so when looking at it, or, you know, well, what can you do with Drew Brees? And to me, Drew Brees loves his tight ends always. You know, this is the first year really where his tight end wasn't really his main, like one of his main targets this year because tight ends really wasn't. But to me, when looking at it, he had 896 yards last year. I mean, it was just a great stats, uh, stat line. Excuse me. He played like 80% of the snaps, too. He plays every down. He's a good player. 70 catches. This is just a really good season by him. Um, six touchdowns he had in a really bad Oakland Raider offense. He was like the only bright spot. And if you can somehow prime away from John Gruden and the Raiders, which I don't think will be that hard, I think this is a player you look at, and I think he should be – Number one target for the Saints. And I think, look, you can look at other stars, you know, in, on the defense. Maybe you've got a, a star player there. But I think this should be the number one point where if the Saints are going to get that best player of anyone in free agency in that position, I think tight end should be it. And I think you should be going after a Jared Cook or Jimmy Graham. I think even though Jared Cook, he, you know, he may not be like that name brand. He's not that, you know, um, Charles Kelsey. He's not that Rob Gronkowski. He's not that um, Jimmy Graham, like in the past years. But he's a good solid tight end he can block he can catch and if he is at the same level as he was last year with the Raiders I think he'd have a thousand yard um receiving season and he could put up 10 touchdowns and he can block well to me that's very very vital and I think the Saints will can use that type of production there and I think you know him and Michael Thomas and you added Des Bryant and Reset, and then you don't really need to do anything else on the offense um, maybe you obviously upgrade the line, as we said earlier, but to me, those that, then you're done. And those two moves, and that's really going to be investing how much? $10 million? You can, if you invest $10 million, really, I think the Saints could be set up um, for this skill position group. And look, that's not that much money. I know right now you only have $13 million in cap, but I think the Saints are going to get that up. I think the Saints, look, there's a possibility for them to have 40 I don't know if they'll have 40 but if they can push some buttons, they can definitely have 40 You can take that $10 million off Breeze. And move it on. I think you should restructure him, as I said. Then you can um, restructure um, Taron Armstead. You could restructure Cameron Jordan. And those, you can get those down. You could save probably $8 million between those two. You can um, cut Andrews Pete, who I think you know should be a uh, thing that Saints may do there. And I, this is what I think. I just really think that the Saints, you got to come in here. And you got to go all in. 
And maybe it's not – look, I, I said you can go the two routes. But when looking at it, um, when I've because I've now I've really researched it, going all in and versus standing back and waiting. You can go all in and not hurt yourself for the future. Um, maybe you don't do it in – maybe you don't go all in on the draft. To me, play pretty safe the draft. To me, you go up, you draft in that second round. To me, you draft a depth lineman on each piece or on either piece, excuse me. It's either an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, defensive tackle. And then you just – you're going to go after guys in free agency that you don't have to give the longest of deals. You can give one-year deals. Like Des Bryant, for example. Des Bryant come out – what if he comes out like he was in 2016? Like for a number two receiver, that's really good. And, you know, that's going to help the Saints a lot. Jared Cook, you can give him three years, $24 million, $21 million. That's really good. You're, that's not that much money you're putting into that position. And when looking at it, that's what they're going to have to do. Trade for guys – that or on expiring contracts. You could do what the Rams are doing this year. The Rams didn't hurt their future by going all in this year. And I think even if you hurt a little of your future, maybe one year, and you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl, it's a big enough risk to take. And it's a calculated risk. And when looking at it, it won't hurt your future that much if you do it correctly. Now, some teams, they've failed at doing it. And um, you're looking at the Eagles when they said they, they had the dream team. They, they're teams that do it wrong. But if you can make calculated risks – and even if they fail, you're still in a pretty good position. I think the Saints would be just ready to go and going for the Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl 54 in Miami. I think that's your number one goal for this team. And I, I would go all in. And I told you guys that I don't know. I'd be fine with either way. I would be fine with sitting back. But now looking more at it, I would be ecstatic if this team made some moves to make this a star-studded roster. And – it's not making a star-studded roster. And I said this last season too. It's not like um, just you're going to make a star-studded all pro bowlers, you know, all pros. You make players that fit for you. I think Jared Cook would really fit for the Saints. Now, look, I mean, Jimmy Graham probably, he could also be a fit. But I really think Jared Cook's a better point a player. And it's not like he's like a great all-pro amazing tight end. He did make the Pro Bowl this year. But, he, you know, he's not like this amazing, you know, tight end. He's not a uh, Travis Kelsey type player. But you just need those type of players that fit in your system and can excel in your system. And I think that's what the Saints have to do. And you can go all in by doing that. You can get really good players that fit in your system. You don't have to have young, really young players and rely on them. And I think that's what the Saints need. They just need some veterans on the defense as well. Um, but that's just what I feel there from these position groups. And I think that's what the Saints should do for this skill. You're kind of going – you're not going – I mean, it's not like breaking the bank. We're not getting Golden Tate too. But these moves, they're win-now moves, and they're good enough moves, I think, to make this team win the Super Bowl. You were one phantom play away from the Super Bowl. You know, the Saints were, if the rest make that play, the Saints are playing today. But you can't look at it like that because you got to look at how can we make that play not matter. And, that, and that's by getting a Des Bryant. Cause, and that's by getting a Jared Cook because Jared Cook makes that catch that Dan Arnold doesn't. Des Bryant maybe can get open when maybe other Keith Kirkwood, excuse me, can't. That's such a um, jumble to say. I mean – that's what the Saints have to do. And that's what I feel like on the offense. Defense is the same thing. Maybe you can upgrade, you know, safety, or maybe upgrade um, to get some more pressure. I think the Saints do need that. Um, and and, that, and that's going to help in those, because the Saints are just really bad in two-minute warnings, drills, and all that stuff. They're bad at the beginning of the game, and they're really bad at the end of the game. Probably the worst two spots. They're usually good in the middles. And they're good in the second and third quarter. They're good for most of the fourth quarter. And then they just, for two minutes, they just can't, you know, seal the deal. And they were this year. They were starting to learn and then in the in the championship game it just didn't I mean you could say as much as you want to say about the offense and how the defense did do a really good job but it wasn't minute 40 left 
And they had Jared Goff on a third and I believe ten, third and they had him on third down, like third and three. And then he threw a deep ball. But if he stops them, then you're a fourth and three, then what? You know, these little things are hypothetical. And I know we're going to look to the refs. I'm going to look to the refs because they, they got to make that call. But you got to get past that point and you got to, how do we make that play not happen? And that's by getting these type of players. And if on the defense, it's maybe go out and get a defensive tackle, uh, a really good one. Maybe you get a Joel McCoy. Maybe you get a, a Grady Jarrett. Look, I think you go on, and I think you got to do that. So now on to our Houdat Nation fan questions. And our first question was from Saints fan from NY. And he asked, do you think we'll be able to sign big name free agents and not strike out like we have in the years past? So to me... If there's any year that the Saints are going to sign big-name free agents, I do think that's going to be this year. I think Mickey Loomis is going to go all – people think, like, he wouldn't go all in because, like, last year was the year and now it's over with and that's that. No, that's not the case. Um, Mickey Loomis is going to do anything to win a title for Drew Brees, I think, in this final year, and he'll do whatever he can to do that. And I think he's going to go after some really big names. I think if Gerald McCoy doesn't sign and doesn't get cut, excuse me, by – Tampa Bay, I think he's has a strong possibility of coming to the Saints if the Saints are willing to pay him. And why? It's because him and Drew Brees have an amazing relationship. The respect is there. And Manal McCoy probably wants to win. And usually when defensive players come to the Saints, it's because, well, I want to play, you know, with a quarterback like Drew Brees. So, you know, we don't have to do as much on the defense. And it's just, it's so great. That's why Demario Davis came. He said, to have Drew Brees in this offense to be a defensive player like this, it's just great to have, and that's a really good quality for a team looking at free agencies. And I think that this 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 opportunity, I think, to get McCoy, I would try anything in my power. First of all, you got to bring him for a visit for sure. Him, bring Sue too, because Sue's also going to be a free agent. To me, you sign one of them, and if it's for ten million, twelve million, then it's kind of teeter- teetering on that. Like, should we do it? Should we not? But I think the Saints should take a serious look at it. And um, I think that's one of the big names we can definitely go after, him or Sue. Um, tight end, I think we'll look after, look out for, you know, Cook, Jared Cook, or Jimmy Graham if he's available. And look, if the Saints can't get Cook or Graham, I think you're going to look at smaller free agents, maybe an Austin Shafarian Jenkins type player, CJ Uzma. I'm not that um, high on, like, Tyler Eifert or Jesse James. Jesse James is the least in my mind. He just didn't show. Like, I watched his tape. And to me, it just didn't show a lot of, like, he didn't really have, it wasn't, he wasn't, like, bad, but he's not really a good blocker. He's good at finding, you know, spots in the zone. But to me, he wouldn't be an upgrade over last year. And to me, if we're going to get a player, why don't we just get an upgrade? And I think some players would be an upgrade, but I think a lot of players would be, but he would definitely not be an upgrade to me. Is he a serviceable player? Yes. But there was a reason he was splitting um, snaps last year with Vance McDonald. There was a reason for that. And it was like 50-50 split. It's because he's just not a complete tight end. So to me, that's just what I think. Just a quick look on him. But I do think that the Saints could sign. I think on the defense, more likely, maybe you go out, you sign a Honey Badger, players like that. That's what I think the Saints should do if they're going to sign a big free agent. And I think they will, but they'll do it. And they won't do it to ruin their culture, though. They're going to have someone come in here hungry and ready to win. That's what I feel like they're going to maybe trade for a big name more than sign a big name. Um because those players are going to be hungry to get their contract. I mean, that just makes sense. So to me, I think the Saints, they do look at big-name free agents, and I think they'll be able to land a few. A few. That, that's why I think they'll go all in. I just really – I think they're going to go all in. I do. Um, no looking at it for a week. 
I do think the Saints will do it, and I think they can get some big names here, and they can put them in the building, and they can be really successful, and it can put the Saints over the top to not only go to the Super Bowl, but win the Super Bowl. And I think that's what the Saints have to do. Another thing I think the Saints have to do, it's not only the big names, it's sign depth. you got to sign depth because this year was a really hard-fought year, probably injuries. I mean, we really didn't have that many injuries. We did, but it came out at the end of the season like most teams. Get depth, and we were we had depth last year. Put even more depth. That's what I think the Saints should do. You sign maybe one or two big names, and then you sign a lot of depth pieces. And I think that's what the Saints should do there. You sign depth in the draft. Um, to me, that's just what you do for the Saints. Our next question is from Hudat132343, and he asks, do you think we're going to go after Teddy even though our cap situation isn't the best? And to me, I don't think we're going to go after – we're going to go after Teddy, but I don't think we're going to sign him because I think he's going to go for – $15 million a year, probably five years, and someone's, some team is going to sign a long-term. That's probably the case. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's probably what another team is going to do. And, it's, you know, teams, though, there's so many teams are quarterback starving that they'll take that chance on Teddy Bridgewater. Um, now, you know, the Washington Redskins, they're going to be looking for a QB because Alex Smith, like they're saying, he's definitely not coming back. So they're going to be playing the season, playing the offseason out like they don't have him. So to me, they're going to be looking at him. A lot of people are going to look at him. And I think one team is going to be stupid enough to give him a huge contract. And I do not think the Saints should do that. And I think th- th- that's just what I think. Um, now, if you can come back short, not short term, but you can give him a long term contract for not that much money, I'd do it. But I just don't see that in the cards. I think what the Saints should do, you just sign or you maybe even draft someone in the sixth or seventh round, or you just sign someone that, again, like a Tom Savage. I would hope better than Tom Savage, but a player like him, maybe Chase Daniels comes back. I would like to see Chase Daniels here. And um, that's what you do with the quarterbacks. And um, it'd be good enough to win, for, good enough for now, and obviously good enough to win because you have Drew Brees. That, that's what I think the Saints do. And if they ever had an injury, then you can go out and get a QB, whatever. It is what it is. But that's just what I think about this whole Teddy situation. I, I would hold off. I would... Draft QB in 2020 or 2021. And then that's just why I, I think, you know, people are going to say otherwise. But uh, that's just how I feel. And then our final question, really it was like the exact same question by Hudat Fan 23 and Hudat 231341. And they both asked, um, first Hudat Fan 23, he asked, do you think we should sign a tight end? And then um, who dad 23, 13, 41. He asked, do you think we're going to get a tight end in the draft or free agency? And to me, um, I go after free agents. I, I sign a free agent. I do not go in the draft. Maybe you get a player in the draft, like fifth round or something, and you just get a depth piece there. And I'd be fine with that. And you just, whatever, let go Garrett Grayson. I know you signed them to like, they extended him, but they didn't extend him. Like, you know, to, they, they can put him on the practice. You can do a lot of different things with him. And it's, nothing's guaranteed, so you can just cut him and bring him back, do whatever you really want to do with Garrett Grayson. So to me, you do add someone in the draft, or maybe it's like Dan Arnold, the player in, you know, um, undrafted free agent. And you just, to me, if it's going to be Cook, I would like it to be Cook or Graham. Hopefully, you'll if Graham gets cut, at least we'll have that option to me, and you'll look at it. But to me, get Graham or Cook. Um, and if not, then you're going to go to that next tier. And I think you should definitely be looking at, you know, a CJ Uzma-type player, and I would be fine with TJ Uzma. He's going to be a lot like Ben Watson. To me, he's a little of an upgrade. Um, he's a sure hands. He's a really good blocker. Even Tyler Eifert, um, he's going to bring you those those big catches, but the injuries are the problem. So if Tyler Eifert could stay healthy, like he's a, he's going to be a really good player. He's going to help this team win a Super Bowl. He will. Like if, if, if he played 16 games, he would probably put up 1,000 yards receiving and probably 10 touchdowns. He's like a Jimmy Graham, a younger Jimmy Graham type player. But he's just never healthy, and you can't count on that. 
So to me, I just don't think the Saints will go after him. I think they're kind of done of, you know, having these tight ends or even any position just by getting people that, you know, are hurt a lot and just hoping they're healthy. To me, you just you can't do that, especially if you have one year, you're not gonna you want you want sure things. And look, they don't have sure thing right now at tight end, but adding Tyler Reifer, it's no sure thing. Um, if they had Jared Cook, to me, that's a sure thing. You could pencil him in to be a really good blocker, a good pass catcher, you know, probably what he did this year, 900 yards, 800 yards, and you could give him those 70, 50 to 70 catches, and he's going to be a really good player. And um, that, that's just what I think they should do. But look, I, and then you could even, you can get an Austin Ferry and Jenkins, who look, he had a bad year last year, but he was also playing with Blake Bortles. So to me, if you're going to go from Blake Bortles to Drew Brees, you could probably double his stats. Uh, he had like he didn't really have a good year. Obviously, he was injured some of the year. He had a tough time getting into their offense, and he just did not do that good. But he was really good with the Jets, and I think that he's a really good uh, touchdown target. So I think he's a player the Saints should look at because they did have struggles in the red zone, and I think he makes that catch that Dan Arnold doesn't. So to me, I think you do look at Austin Safarian Jenkins if you can't get Cook or a Graham-type player. Um, or maybe you can even get Graham and trade or something. Maybe you trade for him or something. I think that's a possibility too. Um but anyway, that, that's what I feel with the tight ends. When you're looking at um, the tight ends from the draft, I just, I just, I don't even want to really talk about it that much because it shouldn't be an option. Because if you're going all in this year, these guys are not going to be even look at this year. And you had some great tight ends to me. Dallas Goddard's probably going to be a great tight end. Um, Hayden Hurst will probably be a really good tight end. And these guys, they just did nothing in, in the, until like the twelfth game. You know, that, that was also with um, Goddard too. Goddard did really good in like the playoffs and stuff like that. But before that, it was nothing. He didn't do really anything. Same with um, the Hurst. And to me, it's just it's not worth it for this team to get that, you know, big, big, you know, tight end and spend him on the second round pick, get that big name tight end from the draft. And it's just it's not going to work out. I'm not going to say it's not going to work out, but it's going to be a, a transition for this tight end. And we can't really afford that right now. So to me, I think you just go out, you get your free agent. It's a you know, you know, game one, that's going to be your free agent. Uh, that's going to be your tight end from free agency. He's a good player. He's proven. And that's just what I do there. So that's going to wrap up our Who Dat Nation fan questions um, segment. So now we're going to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast and enjoyed this episode and haven't followed us on our various platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the Who Dat Dis on Instagram at Houdat Discussion. We just made a Facebook page. So if you're on Facebook, go like our page at the Houdat Discussion. Also, um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Google Play channel, our iTunes channel, and our Spotify channel at the Houdat Discussion. On there, please like, um, comment, rate, review. All the ratings, all the reviews would be really helpful, especially on iTunes. Um, if you can give us a five-star rating, write a good review, that means we can give you more content. So that's just very, very helpful. Look out for a film study. It's going to probably come out right after this episode. We're going to premiere that too. And I just, I, I want to premiere this episode on YouTube. So I'm just happy to talk with all of you. If you have any questions about, you know, the film study, when we talk about that, or, you know, we, we actually also may do a live show after um, and maybe we can do a, you know, a lot of things while the Super Bowl is going on. I mean, I'm thinking of maybe even watching the Super Bowl from 2000, um, Super Bowl 44 from 2009 and uh, where the Saints won it. And I, to me, I think that's just what we're going to do. Um, this episode, look, I, I do think that the Saints, just recapping it really quick, I think when you're looking at it, I think you go after the tight end in free agency and you get a wide receiver in the draft. And uh, that's just what I think the Saints should do. And it just to, to just harp on the fact with the coaches, it just shows that not every team's the same and this team's going to be different. But I think it's going to, I think this special team's move is going to be for the better. And uh, when looking at um, Rizzi's 
you know, his, what he's what he was able to do with the Dolphins. He stood there for a long time because when you're a coach for, you know, eight to ten years in that special teams, you got to be good. And he was obviously a good player. He moved up throughout there on coaching staff and just he did a really good job. So that's what I think there. And with all that said, I wanted to say thank you. Prove him right for 2019. We're just getting started in this offseason. A lot more content and just a lot of stuff to look forward to here. And who that?